It's a mess. Oh, man. All right, but I'm, I'm ready. All right, you ready, Julia? Yeah, I, I got it printed out. All right, cool. Yeah, so I'm ready, too. And I guess let's go. Hit us. Just hit us straight from the, you know, hit us with the, hit us with your best shot, Pat. Fire away. I believe that's Pat Benatar. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Great lady. Top 10 Pat. Oh, yeah, also a Pat. So. Yeah. People, I, do, people, I do choose my words carefully. People got really mad when it was a mu- in one of the music leagues when I selected Pat Benatar and I because I had to select a, a Pat and I was like, no, she's Pat. Yeah. Well, sexist assholes. But I mean her name is Pat. Alright, so go ahead, Pat. Yeah, all right. Let's get into it. We got we've got a lot to talk about and we're probably not even gonna get to the UFO trial. Oh no, we uh, are. All right, let's get into the warm-up questions before we get into Oppenheimer, before we get into Barbie, before we get into the movies that we saw last night, even though we are what we saw last night. Warm-up question one. Enrique and Julia, you guys are going to draft horror movie villains. We're going to do five, so it'll be like a five-on-five. They're going to be judged on creativity, can the team work together, and well-knownness. So, well-knownness... We let, let's just make it simple. Like I don't want like the most obscure thing, because then I'm gonna be sitting here thinking all night about which one's better or what team might win in a battle uh, royale. So I was thinking you guys just Rochambeau for first pick. I mean, you can go ahead, Julia. If yeah. you know. no, I didn't. That I is didn't, weak. I, I I did look at this ahead of time, but I didn't really understand the question. So what you're saying is we each pick five and you decide which team would win? Yeah. So like, but it'll be dressed out. So you pick yours, then Enrique picks his one, and you pick a two. You keep saying draft like it means something. I think that's- Oh my God. Julia, it's it's just, just, who would you pick first? Like, why do you have to put fancy words on it? Draft just means pick. Draft style, yeah, we're literally picking them out. Why do you it's have to NFL pick them season, Julia? Give throw us a damn bow. I didn't know we were like fighting each other in this scenario. What are you, what are you gonna do? Make tea? No, so when I read the question, I thought of it for some reason in terms of a movie, like we had to create a movie. Oh, okay, with five well, let's do that. that's actually more interesting. But I wrote in my notes, like, there's no way this would fucking work. You could only have three villains on a team tops. I have five. Unless the movie was like a cabin in the woods or like a 13 ghosts situation. It could work. Hear me out. I have three three separate categories. Uh, I try to be a gentleman and let you go first, but I'll go first. All right, Enrique, you got the first pick. I'll, wait, we're going one by one by one by one by yeah, one? Or? Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. There's no repeats. If you, you can't have the same. Wait, hold on. This is so... There's only but so many. Yeah, so Enrique goes first. <sighs> All right, I'm going, and this is to this is a movie, right? Like we're making a movie. Yes, we are now making a movie. All right. So wait, is it my movie versus his movie? Yes. So he says one, I say one, you say which one wins, and then at the end, whoever has the most votes has the better movie. What's happening? Let's just let's build the teams first, and then we'll talk. Okay. So then, all right, I'll go first. All right, I'm going with the devil. 
in The Exorcist, because I already know how you guys feel about that. Okay. No, that's a, that's a good pick. That's a specific The Devil. Yeah, because you can't just – yeah, no. If you were to say The Devil, then I, would, I was going to have to ask a qualifying question. Okay. No, that's a good solid pick. Pazuzu, was that his name? Yeah. Okay. I put a question mark next to it. I wasn't really sure. But not Pazuzu from Futurama. Right, right, yeah. Alright, go ahead, Julia. I'm gonna say the red-faced demon from Insidious. Shocker. I'm gonna go with Dracula. Alright. I am gonna go with the Deadite from Evil Dead. Which one? Any of them. Damn. Just I know, one. yeah, yeah. Like it's just like one the general genius. Okay. Oh, I was gonna give you all of them. That's fine too. I feel like <laughs> they split off and Alright. Well I my next one was Dead Ice, but I'm gonna go then uh Damien from the Omen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, because he just the little boy? Yeah. <laughs> He's just a little boy. Right. Not the devil, not the demon. DMX has a song called Damien, a trilogy, three songs, and it's basically about Damien. So we're going to go with Damien. The ghost, whatever demon's inside of him, but I'm going with the specific boy. As No, but you can only pick the demon or the boy. The demon, yeah. the boy when he's possessed. You pick the boy. No, you pick the boy. You yeah, really when play. he's possessed. I don't no, care I tried to clarify, and you're like, no, the, the boy. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, then then scratch Damien. We'll, we'll, we'll scratch no, you Damien. Already picked. That's no, your no, pick. no, the pick is in. You have a small child on your team. All right, fine, Damien. All right, then, I'll give the you boy. this. I'll give you this. Gage from Pet Cemetery. That is a wild pick. But it, it would they, fuck They convert in. each other. Yeah. Alright. My next pick then was the nun, Valak. That's what they kept screaming. Right? Okay. Who's your next? But it's a villain. So Yeah, these are all villains. Well, yeah, Alright, it- I'm I'm going here I'm going with the Cenobites from Hellraiser. Okay. They're cool. Specifically the one with the sunglasses. G- yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, what's his name? His name is like... Um, Butterball or something. Butterball. Yeah, he's awesome. I was going to be him for Halloween one year. There's chat, And you got Chatter and you got Pinhead. My final is Ball. That's just how they pronounced it on. The movie The Right. The demon that was possessing um, Anthony Hopkins in The Right. Yeah. Ball, 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 I can't pronounce ball. words, but yeah, him. Okay. And this is going to be the ultimate paranormal movie. They all possess Damien, and he has he the power. He explodes. Basically. Because he's there. a baby. Yeah. Who's your, who's your uh, fifth pick? Wait, what was that actor's name? Anthony Hopkins? Yeah. So I'm choosing Anthony Hopkins when he plays Hannibal Lecter. Okay. I think that seals it for Julia. I think that, like... Wait, how? Because she's throwing, like... He'll just one. eat everyone. Yeah. There's no one to eat but Damien. He'll eat them. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it. You think Damien probably weighs, like, what, 45 pounds? That's like a month's worth of meat. 
Yeah, but you can't eat the devil in three different versions. <laughs> yes, you can. When it's a small child and you have a bunch of Cenobites, they will rip them apart and, and, and Hannibal Lecter and will Hannibal eat them. Eat them. And and then the, dead, was, the deadites will eat their soul. Do you know how much thought I put into this category? I didn't put any thought into this. I, I was scrambling. You know how much Enrique, your best pick was Dracula. You have a war general. You have a guy who can like lead. He's charming. He wins you on both the ground, the air, and the and he's sea. Also, the son of the devil. Do we so, know that? Like, did I don't know about that. that. I don't know. No, but if you have three devils on your team, you will. I'm sure he will admit to being the son of the devil. And then Damien and was then the, the devil. devil. Will turn around and be like, "I don't even fucking know this kid." Yeah, he's Damien can't even read. He, you don't need to read. You're the devil. You okay? He's not. He's just a boy. Okay, for for to make me feel better, can I give you my? <laughs> Other two categories. Your, your your bench. Yeah, I'll give you my 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 bench, my practice squad. All right. It was Leatherface, Ghostface, Michael Myers, Jason, and Victor Crowley. As they're like the grunts, you know, like you can't really fight them unless you're that. Um, what? If you dropped like one and put Dracula on it, you would have like a bunch of tanks and a, and a military general. And you're you're going somewhere with that? Yeah, but Dracula, I feel like he's like, he he's got like a wimpy body, you know. Yeah, but he's the general. He's the guy in the chair. Yeah, but these guys don't care about that. They're I don't even think any of these guys talk. I think Leatherface can talk. No, Ghostface maybe. That's it. Yeah. And then my my practice squad was Predator, Xenomorph, the Thing, Pennywise, and the Creeper. That's a very interesting one. Yeah, I know. We bring that up later um, when we do the basketball draft. Okay, I really thought this devil team was going to be. I thought you guys were going to be like, "Wow, that was so creative." It and was creative. It was good, but like, I don't know. I mean, hinging everything off of Damien, like, I don't know, man. It, it was rough. Julia got you with with a lot of good picks. She's got the Cenobites. It's like a whole like they show up to your house and you want to go home or you want to leave your house. There's literally a book about an almighty power fighting the devil. How do what you book know is that? you don't even read? <laughs> yeah. I don't need to read. I know that there's, there's a book about Dude, a guy that's you like... Be, you be in Barnes & Noble and you just read the back of a book and you go, wow, that sounds great, and put it back on the shelf. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know. I don't need to know the pointless dialogue i just tell me what the story's about and i'm like okay that's pretty cool but you don't know who won no one won it's an ongoing battle they're still fighting all right guys we're moving on to question two okay you guys have been hired by home and garden tv paranormal unit to do some house hunters so basically there's a couple that wants to move but they they you know this, that's the scenario, but they're, they're moving into a haunted house. You're going to go in and paranormal investigate this house and, and tell them whether it's haunted or not. There's your stupid show idea. What would be the first haunted house you would want to go to? Take it from a paranormal movie or any movie. It could be any horror movie. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. So 
And you said we get three people on our team, right? Not including us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to have your squad to go in this haunted house. So, okay, so my team is the ghosts of Ed and Lorraine Warren, Grant Wilson from Ghost Hunters, and we are investigating Zach Baggins's demon house. Oh man, how upset is the world going to be? When, all right, so here's the scenario. Zach Baggins is, is moving. He's quitting the game. He's going to open up a restaurant in a different city. And you're investigating his house, and, and, and the world will be so upset if it's not haunted. So he's got a lot to lose if there's no ghost, and you're bringing in the top guns. I think he would be the most upset. I don't think anyone else would care. I would make a post tagging him in it being like, bro, you're not even scary. He'd be, like, fighting to get in while we're investigating, and he would have to be, like, tied up in a dungeon somewhere. <laughs> so I yes. actually didn't take this question serious, but I'm going to spitball one. All right. All right? I'm going to... I, I don't know what house necessarily. I guess I'll pick, like, the Stanley Hotel. And I will get Zach Baggins to come with me. I will get the host of Grave Encounters to come with me. I forget his name, but whoever he was, I would get the host of Grave Encounters to come with me. And I would get my friend Fat Girl to come with me. Those are my three... Didn't the Stanley Hotel burn down? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't read news. We'll, we'll say if it did, we'll say when it's no, standing. In, in the book. I would definitely not know. <laughs> like, I don't think it's there, so you're just like on the ground. Am someone I, am built. I wrong? Someone built over that. Okay. They built the yeah. new Stanley Hotel, and it's based off of Stanley from the Office. And I would take those Which three. One is, he, is he the one with the chili? No, that's Kevin. <laughs> Stanley's the old yeah. guy that's always oh, yeah. uh, doing crosswords puzzles. Is he the one who likes pretzel? He likes yeah. pretzel thing. <laughs> yeah. Something. But my my, I didn't take it serious, so I did put fourteen twenty eight Elm Street, which is. Nancy's house, and I my first pick was my friend Fat Girl Pat, and I would bring along with me the meme of Tom from Tom and Jerry holding his eyes open to not fall asleep, and I would use Pat and Fat Girl because they both fall asleep all the time as um, bait. And the second one was Cabin in Crystal Lake. I know a girl named Crystal that I worked with in Cape May. I would take a random stripper named Crystal and someone that has Crystal Pepsi. But that was it, though. Those were... I did not take that question serious. I, I didn't even understand what the hell um, you meant. But now that I know, I would definitely take Zach Baggins. I would take the guy from Grave Encounters. And I would take uh, Fat Girl. So, Fat Girl, if you're listening, tough luck, buddy. You got to come... Uh... He doesn't believe in ghosts, you know? So, you, you need someone that doesn't believe in... You need a pat in a group. You need someone that's not going to get scared so you can be like, oh shit, what was that? And you make them go look. Right, right. So like he would do that because he's just like, oh, shut up, you little pussy. So he would do that. The guy from Grave Encounters does believe, that just wants to make money. So he's just like going to do his video stuff to document. Zach's going to, like, I'm just going to like fangirl over Zach. The whole He's time. Gonna, Zach Baggins will immediately take his shirt off. That's cool. And be like, 
bro, check my back. Yeah. I felt three scratches. And he's going to somehow have fucking scratches. And I'm going to be like, yeah, man, that's, you know. You're going to see him go like this. But the thing is, he's going to be the one flexing all the time. So, like, that's going to attract the, like, the younger emo girls, like the goth girls. They're going to make a comeback. And... The dead ones? Like, the ghosts are you talking about? Maybe. I don't know. Or in general? Both. Both. They're just going to make a comeback. So, okay. And then it's just, it's just going to be a great thing. It'll be a great thing to, to put together. That's, that's just my, my um, quick spitball idea. All right. I'm sure no, nobody's going to watch that show. So I don't, you know, it's whatever at that point. I would watch Does anybody it. watch any show? I watch shows all the time. Mm-hmm. I just finished watching Anne with an E on Netflix. It was great. All yeah. right. We just saw a little bit of um, Dracula, too. Yeah. Which Dracula? The show Dracula. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, we just finished the second episode. Didn't we watch it? We watched it when it came out. Did we? Yes. I, I, all jokes aside... I did, um, Tuesday, I did tell my doctor, I'm pretty sure I suffered a concussion about a month ago, because I do not remember anything beyond, like, like, March. That's all right. Probably not, but... I didn't even know that I lived in Bridgeton at any point in my life. I just thought I lived in Philly at that apartment my whole life. Yeah, I don't remember, but the show is really good. Yeah, no, it's a really good show. Yeah. But, yeah, let's move on, because I don't want people to to think that I, uh, should, should, um get medical attention too late all right let's move on we all saw barbie let's just do general thoughts guys i feel like i say every week like all the time in response to most movies like oh this was not for me this movie was for me specifically so it's i feel like it's been a long time coming and i feel like i i said this as a premonition a while ago you know it's been a big year for men, but women, we're going to get our come up, and now it's our time for movies, and this is it. I feel like, starting with Little Mermaid, it's been, I don't know, we're seeing some, some strong Disney vibes. Um, but no, no, general thoughts, like, like, yeah, the movie was for you, but that doesn't, did you enjoy it? I was did. It, it was great. I cried. I laughed. It was very, very emotional for me, specifically. I, I, It was emotional for a lot of women in the theater when Pat and I went. I'll tell you what, though. Barbie, I, I mentioned it a few times. I don't know to who, to where, but I mentioned it a few times that I was really worried Barbie was going to be just all hype. I was really scared it was going to be all hype because... One, it would have, one, it would have been devastating to hear that it was all hype and you were heartbroken by it because it's like there is no other movie made for women coming out this year. Like this was the movie. So like for the rest of the year, I feel like the rest of the movies are not for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that is, I feel like a lot of times I get too excited for movies. And I think that they're going to be really good. And then they end up just being like fine or like not good. But this I was really pleasantly surprised. And, you know, I think Greta Gerwig did a really good job. 
her other movies were like watch really it great to me have you seen ladybird i have it was just okay like it's fine it's a okay. nice, like coming of age story for oh, I, I, I really liked it so was the wood but um was not crazy about little women really not a fan of it at all what's that kid's name Tiff, T- timothy charlemagne Chalamet? Yeah, yeah, him. He, she really wanted him to be in this movie, but he was busy doing other things. Wasn't he in Wonka? He was not. No, I'm talking about Little Women. Oh, yeah. He yes. Was Little Women. But yeah, Greta, and Lady Bird. But no social Ronin. Yeah, so Greta had mentioned that she really wanted him and Sorsha in this movie but they both had other obligations at the time, so she was really disappointed that she could not get them for Barbie. That that was a disappointment for me because I really wanted um, like a cameo at some point with them because that's like those are her people that are with her. They've been with they've been in you know all her other movies. I mean, she, it was two films, like yeah, but like that's her crew. Yeah, it's not like Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler you're talking about. Not yet. Uh, Give it 20 years. I won't because I doubt I'm going to ever be interested in any movie she drops. Oh, I I like a lot of her movies. I thought this was a great like change of pace for her cuz like we haven't seen her do anything good. Some... No. I mean, I think she's done I I liked Lady Bird a lot and I liked Little Women a lot and I think Barbie was a great continuation. This is probably her best film. You know, she's obviously a talented filmmaker. Did it live up to the hype? Or was I the hype still too high? I personally think it did. It was... And, you know, I avoid watching any and all movie trailers. I, I did see a couple for this, but I tried to avoid as much as possible. And it really, like exactly what it needed to be is what it was like it lived up to what it should have been if that makes sense like the barbie movie was whelming like it wasn't underwhelming it wasn't overwhelming it was like whelming i don't know if whelming's a real word but it did what it needed to do and i'll tell you what i honestly have not laughed in the theater, nor have I laughed watching a movie the way I did watching Barbie in a long time. I, and you guys know, because you guys are with me all the time. I may chuckle, I may smile, I may like do like a small giggle because like I'm trying to show you guys that I have no emotions during movies because, no, nah, that's not the truth. But the, the truth is I, I just have a hard time actually laughing because like I might find something funny, but it's like funny to where it's a maybe a chuckle but i laughed during this movie there was a few times pat looked at me while i'm laughing because he's probably realizing like what the fuck is going on what is this thing happening coming out of him because i was the the lady the lady behind us was like laughing so hard she was like kicking my chair oh oh okay i thought i I didn't know no i i i was like like uh but she was having such a good time she also needed to stop crying yeah that's that's true I genuinely, like, I genuinely, and this movie was not for me. I have no, like, emotional tie, no nostalgia. I couldn't care any less about Barbie than I, you know, like, there's absolutely 
no attraction to me for this movie. I saw it solely for uh, educational purposes. And originally I was, you know, the, I was going to watch it with you, but like I saw it solely for educational purposes for the podcast. But I'll tell you what, I left and I was so happy that I went to go see that movie. I genuinely, like I seriously, genuinely could not stop thinking about that movie until like Monday morning. Because, well, oh, sorry. We, we saw it. We saw it Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you gave it a good 12 hour run. Yeah, like, but that's crazy. Like, for 12 hours, I could not stop thinking about that movie. I'm like, this movie was really good. Like, it was genuinely really good. And for me to have, I only said I, that I have absolutely no care in the world for this movie because I had no ties to it. I just went into the movie to go see it because I'm like, well, I bought the shirt and I was like, okay, well, we're going to go see it because that's what we do. But I truly, genuinely, really like enjoyed this movie. I thought, I still think that Ryan Gosling should get a, a, a Best Supporting Actor nomination without him and maybe like two more characters. I'm just, it doesn't matter, but I'm saying like, but specifically like without Margot Robbie, you maybe possibly well, just... listen, hold on, relax, man. I'm not going to say anything bad. I'm just saying without her, had you cast someone else similar to Margot Robbie, like any one of the other women that look like her, maybe it would have worked. Maybe. I don't know. Nobody on the planet cast as Ryan Gosling's Ken would have, like no one would have made that part. It would have just made the movie worse. He truly took that role and turned that movie into something that everybody can enjoy. Cause I was like, I was telling you and I was telling Pat, like I wasn't overwhelmed or uncomfortable by all the feminism in the movie. You know, there was just the perfect amount of it. But also, you had the perfect amount of, like, you know, boys rule, girls drool. You had that brief period where he's realizing, oh, boys are fucking awesome, man. Then he goes back and he creates this new world. And for a moment, you're like, oh, hell yeah. You know, as a guy, you're like, hell yeah, man. Like, fucking stand up for yourself, you know? And But then it comes all back full circle to where you appreciate both sides you know and like in a movie you're not just like oh kind of bummed out that because to be fair men were the villain in this movie they usually are you know the villains but they also were were like a big part of it and maybe i'm rambling but it brought it all together to where you didn't feel you didn't have to pick a side in a movie you didn't have to pick the good guys, the bad guys. You know, you didn't have any of that. You you were just happy overall because everything was just put together perfectly. Like the movie, the movie itself is seriously, it, it it's in my top five movies I've seen this year. Like it was genuinely a great movie. I'm really happy I saw it. That's my thoughts about Barbie. Julia, do you think um, how do you, I want to know your, your thoughts on Margot Robbie? How did she do? I thought she did great. 
I wouldn't immediately think of her, like, if I was asked to choose, but I can't think of anyone else that the role should have gone to. I think Ryan Gosling did great with the character of Ken. I think Margot Robbie visually was Barbie. And I think it made sense that her character wasn't as over the top. Like, Ken's character was super funny, and I loved that. But her character, like, didn't need to be that. And no. Like, she fit that character very well. Well, that's that's why the movie worked. And I think, like, early on there was talks of, like, Amy Schumer playing Barbie. I think that would have been a really big mistake. I wouldn't have watched it. For, yeah. I probably still would have watched it, but it's... I don't think it would have been the same movie. I think that would have been a completely different direction. I don't think she would have been able... And, like, like Amy Schumer is, like, a comedic actress. And Margot Robbie, you know, is more of an actress. And, like, because I thought she brought... I don't know, just, like, her presence was felt every time. Which, like, she was obviously on, like, 75 to 90% of the movie she was on screen. But, like, every time she was, like, on screen, her presence was felt. She did an amazing job, at least I thought. Um, my, my question is, and I, I honestly, I don't know who would have done a better job. I, I really don't know. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. With, like, with the Barbie role. But if you cast one of her crew of actresses that look like her. Well, Emma Mackey was in the movie. Yeah. And that was originally going to be the joke. But once they got them in costume, they looked at the two actresses and they were like, they don't really look similar anymore. Yeah. So kind of scrapped that storyline and joke from the film. But if you didn't put them side by side, because obviously it, the role was already for Margot Robbie. If you didn't put, and, and they didn't, I'm pretty sure it didn't put any kind of emphasis on whoever you just mentioned. I don't know any of them. Had it flip-flopped and it was girl who looks like Margot Robbie and then Margot Robbie's playing like the joke part, would, you know, would that have worked? Like that's, that's what I'm curious. I'm not saying they would have done a better job. I don't think they would have done it, but I'm saying I'm curious if, because you get Margot Robbie because she fits the image that you're basically kind of trying to look for, for the Barbie, you know? Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but she's, like, conventionally attractive and, like, the standard Barbie. And for this specific part, I feel like that's what was needed. But all of them look identical. Right. So if I were to make this movie, I would probably make that the joke. Because, like, you know, I would have cast Samara Weaving. I would have cast, like, Jamie King and Michelle Pfeiffer and had them all be... Barbies, I think that would be funny. But what I'm saying is, if they cast, and what we could see, we might see that in the future. But like, if they did cast any of them instead of Margot Robbie, you know, I'm curious. I'm not really asking if like they would. Yeah, I feel like it worked because Margot Robbie isn't a comedic actress, so I thought it was good that she played like the more just standard role. And that if you were to have other characters like that, have it be one of those other actresses and have them play Well, not all of them are comedic either. Well, you you know, you'd have them play different, slightly different iterations. I'm just really curious if you threw one of them, because they all look the same. But but 
their face looked the same. Like they're all conventionally, their conventional beauty is all the same. Right. So I, you throw on some outfits, you throw on some makeup, you literally can have any one of those. So I'm curious if any one of those, probably not Michelle Pfeiffer because she's really old, but like any of the ones in Margot Robbie's age range, I, I'm just curious how that would have worked if this world were, if the world that we live in happened to cast someone else. I, I'm not saying it would have, like, would they have been better? I'm just curious how that would have worked because I don't think you could have cast anyone else for Ken. I agree. Like, I think he was the perfect casting. I A lot of people have argued that he's too old and I challenge those people to say like, okay, then who else would have fit this role? I dare you to find someone. Right, but Tobey Maguire, everybody loves Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and he was like 24 playing a 17-year-old kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's... I feel like Tobey Maguire would have been funny in this movie. Yeah. Playing but... like an Alan type character. No, but the thing is, Michael Sarah was so perfect. Yeah. I was a little bit iffy on Michael Sarah, but, you know, I feel like it could have been Tobey Maguire. No, nah, Michael Sarah is the... It is what it is. He's awkward. I feel like, I don't know what an Alan is, but I feel like he's awkward too. He's Ken's buddy. He's also Midge's husband. I don't know who what a Midge is. She was in the movie. The pregnant Barbie. Oh. Yeah, that the, the joke, they were like repulsed by her. I had that Barbie. Who was your least favorite Barbie of the whole movie? I I don't know how to pick that because they're all just... Okay, here... There's one that stands out. I don't have a least favorite Barbie that I can... Okay, one I would say maybe like the weird Barbie. Yes. But also, this is just a general complaint. And a lot of people have pointed this out online that like the mermaid Barbies who were played by John Cena and Dua Lipa... Why is John Cena's wig like so perfectly blended? Like <laughs> is next to him wearing like a party city plastic wig. I thought I read that she filmed her role at home what? in front of a green screen because she was on or like it was like she filmed it quickly on tour, not in a studio. Whereas John Cena was in a studio, so she just kind of did it really quickly. We can tell. I want to say, because she used the same thing that Gal Gadot did for Wonder Woman. And everyone was like, why does she look terrible as Wonder Woman? And it's because she filmed it in her apartment. That's insane to play Wonder Woman in Wonder Woman and film it in your apartment. Oh, no, no. It was in, um, she did that in Flash and um, one of the other movies. Like oh, when she had, right. and Shazam. She did it. She filmed them both in a day. Her, she's on the screen for like six minutes total. And she just was like, all right, I'm going to stand in front of the green screen, read my lines. And she, Dua Lipa did something very similar. It was a way of getting her celebrity in the film when they couldn't fit it schedule-wise. I'm pretty sure I read that on like Screen Rant or something. But in the, in my, my, the, the follow-up of that would be, why not just get someone who can go... The, no shortage of celebrities would have been in there. Dua Lipa is not the end-all, be-all. Right, no offense to her, but it's like Dua Lipa didn't need to be there. Yeah, literally get any other... Like, you, they could have got Ice Spice. She's already on the soundtrack. Didn't Dua Lipa, like, host the Met Gala? Like, I think she's good. She's a 
busy. Well, yeah, and the thing is, she's a busy lady. That's why she didn't have time to come in for a half a day, and it ended up looking like trash. My my bottom two Barbies are Dua Lipa and Kate McKinnon. Uh, I mean, I, don't I just don't have, find Kate McKinnon funny. I don't have a favorite Barbie. I didn't know that that's a thing. People had favorite Barbies. No, like from the movie specifically. Right, right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like in general, I just didn't think that was a thing. My friend actually asked me that when we were having dinner after the movie, and I struggled to answer it then as well. Well, I mean, that's why I asked least favorite. My least favorite Barbie? I Yeah. I don't even... I don't know, man. I pass. Yeah, that that's real. That's real weak. I I, wow. I don't know because I have no clue who any of the Barbies were. I just know there was Barbie and then there was like a bunch of Barbies and then there was a bunch of Kens and then there was like an Allen and then there was like two guys, Barb, two Barbie guys and then Kate McKinnon. So I, I, I don't know, man. If I, Okay, I'll, the, the Barbie guy with the dog. There you go. Him. He was my least favorite. Alright. I, I really want to ask this. Do we need a sequel? And no. do we need the expanded universe? I have been shaking and crying and throwing up ever since they announced the Mattel cinematic universe. I will never recover from this. I honestly can't think of a worse thing. And it cheapens... Uh, I think like... Because like this is a great movie, and this will stand on its own. It will. And oh my god, if they make like a Uno movie or a Matchbox movie, even like um, a direct sequel to this, the the problem is that I don't think Mattel liked or wanted this movie and had zero interest, and they barely let it get made. But then the, they saw oh, the they potential. Ha- yeah. No, they, they have an interest now. Barbie sales are going up. His, you know, like their Barbie sales are going up. It will be a different movie because this movie was not for children. I know a lot of people were like, "What? What are you talking about?" This movie wasn't for children. It was for adults. It was for me. There are no Barbies in the movie that are currently for sale, aside from the Margot Robbie movie tie-in Barbie. Not one Barbie mentioned in the movie is for sale currently. The most recent Barbie that was featured in the movie is from 2002. Like, this wasn't about, like, a toy cash grab money tie-in. I mean, I think it definitely is. It is, but it isn't also. No, I think they just masked it really well. But the thing is, people... Okay, the, the, the one thing that people forget, yeah, it's probably sales are going through the roof right now. Sales are going through the roof right now because this has been blown up on social media for a long time. Then the movie comes out. You got to understand that we live in a world where the interest is just going to die off so fast. Yeah, and, and that's why they want to make a cinematic universe. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like, you make this universe thing... And you need to remember, by the time that comes out, people have already forgotten about this movie. You know what I'm saying? And the kids that wanted to watch this movie now do not care about this movie three years from now. So when you say, oh, this is Mattel, they're going to be like, who is that? 
You know, well, they, they don't. Care. They don't know, but the kids don't know what Mattel is. Yeah, for yeah, and they don't want you to know. They just want you to buy Barbie and buy Uno and whatever movie they're making next. Well, what I'm saying though is, Barbie will fizzle out within like the next six months. You you get what I'm saying? Like Barbie will fizzle out by like the new year, maybe sooner. But I think it's like a cult type classic but it will not be like children will watch it because their parents think it's for kids they'll think it's boring they'll never watch it again a lot of adults i know are already like waiting for the dvd to drop so that they can watch it a hundred more times there's the next i don't know i think there's a lot of there's a lot of like we we did a a a trip with our our sixth graders and they like lost their mind for it today. They they've already seen it. This is the third time some of them have seen it. Most of them have saw it at least once. This is the second time they saw it. Okay. Um, real quick, how long did Pikachu Detective last? Pikachu Detective was just not good. No, but I'm saying, but kids were fucking, kids were saving up their money to come go see that movie. Adults were fucking. Saving saving money and calling out to see that movie, but how long did Pikachu Detective last? How long did Super Mario last? I mean, I mean, but- Super Mario went through the roof, and then next thing you know, hey, guess what, guys? Uh, Spider Man's coming out, and everybody's like, "Oh, fuck, Super Mario! We're gonna go watch Spider Man." But guess well, yeah, that's just movies, right? Right. But, but like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, that's few- why you make another one. Yeah, but you know how long that takes. Yeah, and that's why quality will drop and creativity will drop because it will be made quicker with a bigger budget and it won't be as good. Right. Um, what I'm saying, though, is it doesn't merit a, a, a sequel because interest is going to die off as soon as the next big Hollywood movie comes out. No one's going to care about it, you know? And as much as I love the fucking Batman... More movies came out that year that I was way more excited to see. I still bought the Batman. I've seen it already probably 12 times since last year. But that, as much as I love the Batman, I don't give a shit that it's coming out in 2025. I will if I'm still alive in 2025. And I will go see it. And I will say, holy crap, that was the best movie I've seen ever. But that's 2025, man. This movie came out 2022. That's three years. If you well, do, no, they, they will make it quicker. If okay, let's say they make it. Let's say they make it next next summer. Boom, we're gonna drop Uno movie. The like next, you know, what I'm saying they have a Polly Pocket movie in the works. I'm not happy about it because I just don't think that you can make this movie or this style of movie again. I think it won't be the same. The the problem is. It, this is the problem, and I'm and 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 I'm an expert at this. So, what I'm saying is is what it is. The problem is, you you you're looking at the dollar signs, and yes, everybody looks at dollar signs no matter what. Whatever, I get that part, but you also got to remember that because of that, we're also so. I don't know if "numbs" the word, whatever the word is that I'm looking for, because I'm not good with words. Uh, immune we're so numb whatever it is to the fact that they are only looking at the money 
they're going to make shit movies. No one's making an original movie. They're going to go back and they're going to, like Ryan Reynolds is making, I forget what fucking stupid movie. And it's like, why would you? Oh, because I'm just trying to make some money real quick from nostalgia from people. And I get it. I love nostalgia. You know, that's just going to die off. No one gives a shit about Super Mario anymore. And that fucking movie broke so many. That movie was like on time. You know, watch what you say because I went to see Super Mario. I couldn't even watch it at at the art museum because there were so many people there. Right, you're talking about a free movie though, not because it's Super Mario, but because it's free. It's a no, no, they in the summer. Look, tomorrow they're showing another movie, and no one's gonna go. Listen, you ask though. You can ask anybody right now. You put a list of the movies. And Super Mario can be on there, and then like, what? Like today, matter of fact, today's a perfect example. We had kids today that were like, "Let's watch Super Mario." Now nah, I don't want to see that. Let's watch a Haunted Mansion. You know what I'm saying? Like kids don't give a shit about that no more. Like that's gonna Mario died off so fast, and that's the thing. Super, I love Super Mario. I thought I was gonna say it also wasn't that good. I loved it. I don't know what it was. It, it look, it it was fun. It was quirky, but like if you look at this Barbie movie was so much better. Of course. Also, Mario doesn't need a movie. They're pumping out games and they're making bank off of that. They, you know, they have sustained Nintendo for twenty years. Right, um, right. But what I'm saying is, all of that that you're saying, they have this long-lasting, like, what do they call it? Old money. When people are like born into money, like they have all this like old money type reputation. Yet, no one gives a shit about Super Mario anymore. They don't need to give a shit. They already have the money. Right. Well, I'm saying the people. So Yeah, no one, yeah. Like, it's okay that, like, you, you make it seem like it's important that people care. Yeah, people are going to forget about Barbie, and then it's going to drop in, like, a few months on DVD, and the sales will go up. And then it will drop, then sales will drop, and then they'll make another movie, and sales will go up. But we're talking continue. about a sequel. We're talking about doesn't yeah. need a sequel. It doesn't need a sequel, and you don't need a. Well, I don't think world. it needs a sequel, but we're gonna get one. Oh no, I know. Be, I, trust me, I know because they're like, "Oh shit, we can make a little bit more money before people realize this is a." Yeah, and the sequel and the sequel will be profitable, which means we'll get a third. Will it? Yes. You don't go like the margins are so great. Also, they can they they could green green light two three movies, and pump them out, and they'll still be profitable. Barbie has been such a great success that they could they could propel two three more movies and even if they don't you know like but they and they will be profitable they won't be like record breaking profitable but they will be profitable although historically sequels are always more profitable than the first one that's just like across the board so if you follow that formula that's like almost bulletproof the Barbie sequel will be massive will be like this one broke records and the second one whether or not it's a good movie will also break financial records which means we're getting a third and like a weird spinoff and then they might kill it because people will have had enough at that point it will be the um it will get the marvel treatment where they're just like we just got to kill this even though marvel had even though marvel had what 15 years of producing the same movie over and over again. But Marvel hasn't killed anything. Marvel's still making oh, yeah. shows. Yeah, well, yeah, no, they, they reinvested into shows, but they're, 
after the flop of the Eternals, they had like serious conversations about you know cutting things and. But they've dropped whatever. like three movies since the Eternals, and like four shows since the Eternals, and that was like two years ago. Yeah, and the crazy th- yeah, and that and the crazy thing is they're all mo- they're not at their profit margins have dropped, but they're still profitable, and as long as they're in the green, I guess. I mean, like, it's like, yeah, like, I mean, at that point when certain things evolve, like, we, we don't, you know, quality will suffer. Something, um, I, I'm going to say this and then I'm done. Some things are good, just leave them alone. I agree. That's not the world we live in. Uh, well. I hate that there's going to be a Polly Pocket movie because I know it won't be the same. If there is a Polly Pocket movie, I want them to reference chewing on the clothes. I want them to reference... Polly Pockets being recalled because of the magnets and kids were swallowing them. Yeah, no, no. I was going to say about that because I remember that being a big thing. Like that kids, like mo- many kids were in the hospital. And I had that toy. And I. <laughs> Did you I swallow it? Fine today because I, I'm not an idiot. I chewed on it for sure. Hell yeah, I chewed on it because it was made of rubber. And. I probably even like bit into the magnet, but I didn't swallow it, and here I am today. When they announced the Barbie movie and they showed how they were like the, like the arc they were going with, I was like, okay, this is actually going to be good. I can't imagine a Polly Pocket movie being good. Yeah, I don't know what a Polly Pocket is. My sister had one. Also, the thing is, there's less. Obviously, less like culture surrounding Polly Pocket, but also a big thing about Polly Pocket is that it does span many, many generations. It's a very old toy. I don't remember the exact year that it came out, but it's a very different toy. Like the Polly Pocket that was out in the 70s is not the same Polly Pocket from the 90s and is not the same Polly Pocket from today. They are completely different toys that wouldn't. You can't play with them side by side. And I know you have no idea what I'm talking about. So real quickly, I'll explain. Go, go, go. I know. Real quick. The original Polly Pocket was a toy. It's like a little tiny compact. And Polly Pocket was a doll that was about this big. She's teeny tiny, like a centimeter tall. And she goes inside this little pocket thing. And so that you could, it was invented by a father so that his daughter could take this toy around with her. That's when it was originally invented. By the 90s, Polly Pocket had evolved into a bigger doll that was about this big. She was plastic and she had rubber clothes. And that's that's the meme of like, kids would always chew on the clothes because it was like a sensory thing. Her clothes were made of rubber. Now Polly Pocket's like an even different doll. So they're like, same name, very different types of dolls. So she grew up. Yeah, but... I say all that to say that it wouldn't make sense to show old Polly Pockets next to new ones in the in the film. The way that they could do with Barbie, where you could have Alan next to like more recent dolls and it you know, they're all the same size. Okay. That's actually a good I didn't think of that. That's gonna be interesting how they do that. And they're gonna announce the cast soon for that movie. Was this the best product placement movie ever? It's it it's interesting that you say that because I, when I read that in the notes, I don't really remember or like, I didn't, the, the product placement didn't stand out to me at all. Like, I didn't. Well, like, it is a Barbie movie. So, like, I from Barbie and I, I 
the product placement for Barbie wasn't even that great because there's only the Margot Robbie doll. They weren't selling any other, like yeah. none of the other dolls in the movie are for sale. It, it, it not so much as like the physical placement of what you can buy. It's getting people to buy. I mean, like, yeah, they've already accomplished that goal, but just movie wise compared to like flaming hot or like air the, movie. the air movie the one about the McDonald's guy where Tom Hanks played the guy who made McDonald's. and That wasn't um, Tom Hanks. It was someone. It was Michael Keaton. Well, I guarantee it was someone. You know, we, we've had a lot of them. They have a Blackberry movie. They have a Tetris movie, which I keep hearing Tetris is really good. I will never watch it because Tetris bores me. Okay, so I see what you're saying. I was confused by this. I thought you were saying they referenced Tetris and McDonald's in the Barbie movie. Oh no, no, no. like yeah, like, these are other movies that they have. Like um, so, uh, so to answer your question, I would say I don't think that this was the best product placement movie, and my reasoning behind that is because I am a person who collects Barbie dolls. And I will not be purchasing any specifically because of this film. Okay, that's a fair one. I just want to say, like, movie-wise, I we all went and saw this in the theaters. We all went and we're like, we're not going to see Air. I haven't seen so Air I yet because of the commercial. The people that are purchasing dolls because of this movie are collectors. And collectors were already going to collect. They purchase a lot of new released dolls. I don't necessarily think kids are going to see this movie. Kids are going to see it and enjoy it, but they're not going to run out and beg their mom for a Barbie doll. They're going to like forget about it the next day. The people who are buying the collector doll would have bought it regardless and buy every collector doll that's put out. I collect some dolls. I won't be buying that doll because I don't like it. I think it's ugly. It's not a well-made doll. I think Mattel really, that's another huge thing is like they really, really fucked up making the tie-in doll for this movie. Um, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. I agree. Also, like, the thing is Nike and the Jordan movie, like Air, they don't need a shoe for the movie. There's such a craze around Jordans that they don't need, you, one, you never need to promote a Jordan. So, like, they don't need a product. They just made a movie to make a movie. And I mean, like, I'm still not interested in seeing it. And like the McDonald's one, I've never seen. Tetris, I've never seen. I saw Flaming Hot. I've never even heard of the Tetris movie. It's on Apple Plus. It's getting like rave reviews. People are like saying, like, I've had multiple people be like, you got to watch it. It's so good. And And I can't see how it is good. Rave reviews by the six people that subscribe to Apple Plus. Yes. It's actually one person and everyone watched it together. Most likely. It's the six people that share an account for Apple. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine seeing like it. Um, it's about the guy who invented Tetris. That's lame. I think it would be more enjoyable if it were like a Tron style movie where you're inside <laughs> the game of Tetris. I thought that's what it was. Honestly, now that you've said it, Tron might be the best product movie. Yeah, but if it's just like Tron a, was awesome. If it's just a biopic about the guy that made Tetris, that's boring as hell. Yeah, and like he doesn't even look cool. He's wearing a knit sweater, which I love knit sweaters, but like he doesn't look good in it. 
it's just some guy and he's like what if blocks on screen in computer <laughs> yeah he was like outside cutting wood and like two blocks fell together and he's like I got an idea they're not even gonna know it hit him I will never watch a movie about Tetris that I hope we don't like there's so many other things to do that if I end up I would rather watch nothing than watch Tetris I would rather watch Norbit than watch Tetris Norbit was great well, we all love Norbit. It's a, it's a very well loved movie. Yeah, well received. Eddie Murphy. It's in his top twenty five. Thirty movies being what he's done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna put top ten. No, uh, Tetris really isn't. Not Tetris. Uh, Norbit really isn't that that good of a movie. But I would watch that over Tetris any day. I'll tell you what I would watch over. T- I tell you what. All right, Hank Hill. (laughs) I would probably, there's like 25 other movies I would watch other than Oppenheimer. Real quick before we move on to that, I think it was really funny that the Barbie movie put in a joke about Bratz dolls, who was- That was great. By their competitor, MGA. And I don't know if they could- it was just enough that we saw it and we recognized it, but it was just enough for them to get away with it and not get without getting sued. Exactly. I was like, can they do that? I guess they can. They fought MGA before. They'll fight him again. And that's all they do is they go back and forth. And I thought that was really funny towing that line. I see you Mattel. And we got the reference. Good for Mattel. Also, Will Ferrell, good for him. He he. I, the only other person because I I was trying to think where Timothy Chalamet was gonna fit into this, and the only um, answer I have would be um, Will Ferrell's character. I would have rather seen him than Will Ferrell. Isn't he like twelve? How would he be the CEO? That's the joke. You have a child CEO. It's not twelve. Running a toy company. He's like almost thirty years old. Yeah. Yeah, but look at him. No, I know, but. Look at Will Ferrell. Like, Will Ferrell's not funny. Why would you put him in a funny movie? He he might not be funny, but he's a comedic actor. Like, he's trying to be. That's, like, his thing. That's a no for me, dog. Uh, I thought he was I thought he was all right as the CEO of Mattel. I would have rather seen Timothy Chalamet. I think he would have brought more charisma to the role and more silliness. I don't think, I don't think he would have done any better. I just would have rather seen him. All right, since now I, I've ruined the mood. I've ruined everybody's mood. Let's talk about Oppenheimer. Yes. All right. Because that was a mood ruiner, too. You didn't, you didn't enjoy it? No. No. So Oppenheimer was two hours too long. You could have made that into an hour movie, and it would have been phenomenal. Because don't get me wrong, the acting was phenomenal. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets nominated for a Best Actor role. Cillian Murphy was phenomenal. I don't know about everyone's talking about Matt Damon's performance was great and Robert Downey. He was okay. Robert Downey Jr. was great because for some reason people forget that he's actually a really good actor. Yeah, I mean it's easy to forget when he doesn't do it very often. (laughs) Well, yeah, well he he's making money. He took it. Yeah, no, yeah, like he did the right thing. You need to tell me Sherlock. His Sherlock movies weren't good. They were good. He was great at Sherlock Holmes. The Zodiac? Robert Downey Jr. is... Uh, I do enjoy Zodiac. 
he's an amazing actor. You cannot when he out. He just wants to be getting paid. Why are you mad at a man getting paid for? Nobody's mad. You're just saying like, oh yeah, well if if he does acting, like he's getting paid. No, I'm saying. You're like people forget he's a good actor. He's single- yeah, I forget all the time because I I he, seldom see him. He single handedly well. he single handedly carried that basically carried Marvel. Now they're like scrambling without him. I hate Iron Man. So do I. But he was the perfect Iron Man. He was the perfect. He was for okay. that, and so I personally thought the acting in Oppenheimer was great. I, I, I truly did. I, I thought that was like, that's up there with like some of the best acting we've seen in the past couple years. But the movie was, I lost interest at least 10 times in the movie. Easily. There was at least four times when I wanted to turn around to either one of you and say, is this still going on? There was potential in Oppenheimer. You could have pick and choose. Do you want this to be the story of his one achievement, his one famous achievement, or do you want I was to say, watch out? Like, I not- look, I don't, I don't read, and I don't know about nerds. I don't, you know, what I'm saying, I don't even know who he was. I thought this was a sci-fi movie. I, I swear, I thought this was going to be a sci-fi movie until maybe like two weeks ago when people said, "Nah, he's a dude that invented the nuclear bomb or whatever that bomb's called," and I was like, okay, cool. So it's like a as true like a true story movie. But I don't care about I have I I don't know Oppenheimer. So this was the same thing as Barbie. I had no tie or interest or anything about Oppenheimer, the person. I went in it for the same reason. I just didn't leave Oppenheimer with the same as I did Barbie. And it's not because Barbie was so good and I was on a high and then Oppenheimer comes and I was expecting that. It was just, just did not hit the mark. You could have picked one or the other. You either pick his story from a young nerd to the man who invented and blew up Japan or his trial. You could have made that part two. You could have made that a sequel. You could have made that a TV show. You could have literally not told us about that. We would have been okay. You know, it, it, the movie, it just had too much going on for somebody like me to sit there and honestly, truly be able to pay attention to what was going on. There was just nothing exciting after... Not enough explosions. Yeah. Explosion. Not enough people died... There's one explosion, and I didn't even care about the explosion. Like, by the time it exploded, I have already mentally clocked out of the movie. Like, I did not care any... At that point in the movie, I just stopped caring. Like, I was just so ready to go home by that part of the movie. Like, I've already been there for two hours, and you're just getting to this? Which, okay, cool, but then I already knew it was a three-hour movie, so what the fuck are you going to talk about for the last hour and some change? You know what I'm saying? And then you're, like, right. tying pieces together. He's talking to Einstein, and what did he say? To, I don't give a shit what he said to Einstein. You know what I'm saying? I fucking thought Einstein died in, like, the 1800s. I didn't even know this dude was around. <laughs> when do you think he was around? I thought he was around with, like, Galileo and them. Oh, my... No. <laughs> 
Like I see yeah. hindsight, I'm he like, got out. He was Jew. He got out before the Nazis. But I'm saying I, he I'm lived like, in New Jersey. That I'm, is Einstein's whole thing that it, he fled the Nazis. Yeah. All right. Well, I just I just thought he, that's why he was here. But I th- okay. But I'm thinking like I thought this dude was writing books with like Aristotle and them guys. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't know Einstein. Was they have of, photos of Einstein, and he's like dude, clearly dude. dressed for the like. <laughs> That's true. You you've seen photographs of him <laughs> the yeah. camera. I've also seen photographs of people in eighteen hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, yeah, but well, not but the the clothing style. He he dresses he like suit and tie on. Yeah, they did that like. <laughs> They fucking had suit and ties on when Jack the Ripper was around killing people. Listen, you're not wrong. Yeah, like, there's different. I, I don't know about suits, man. I've never I've worn two suits in my life. I didn't even wear a suit to my to my best friend's funeral. Like I don't wear suits. I know nothing about suits. Only thing I know there's about photos suits, of him in a car. Listen, right? He was a time traveler. Listen, <laughs> I did. It could be an Elvis situation. It could be like. I just like I, I see pictures of I, I, it could be an an Einstein impersonator, maybe some other fucking guy whose hair's all fucked up. I don't know. I I honestly truly did not know Einstein was around the same time my mom was around. And then you you know what I'm saying. And then like you mean to tell me that you're supposed to then expect me to give a shit what they talked about? Like I don't care what they talked about. I don't care that somebody was trying to blackmail Oppenheimer like was the movie was the movie about that or was the movie about him inventing the bomb was the movie about communism was the movie about I don't know what was the movie about I don't know I don't know what the movie was about it just was three hours of I would assume great acting for three hours because I clocked out at least an hour and a half to hour 45 minutes together there's like parts where I'm just like I cannot wait to go home and eat these cold pork chops I have in the fridge. You know, like, I just could not find it in me to care about the movie after a certain time. It just, it just, pick and choose. That's fair. I feel like it did reach a point at some point, maybe two thirds in, where you're like, okay, now Wrap it the fuck up. I didn't quite feel that. I was just curious, like, what direction are we going from here? Well, but the thing is, like, were you trying to tell me were you trying to show me like his life or were you trying to show me the aftermath of the bomb? Were you trying to show me like what happens when you're a genius or what the fuck were you trying to show me? Like, what was the point of this movie? I wish it were a sci-fi movie. Like when they would first show Oppenheimer, they're like the guy who made the world stand still. And I'm like, fuck yeah, this is a sci-fi movie. This is going to be awesome. And there's like fire. I'm like, he's going to blow the fucking world. Like this is crazy. Right. And incinerated so many people. Right, right, right. I get that part. And that's not cool, but cool at the same time. And I'm like, you're making a movie about this. That's pretty cool, man. Like, you can't I'm like, show that, though. Right. No, I know that. But I'm he saying like... 200,000 people. But that th- this movie had nothing... You didn't even sympathize about that in this movie. I, yes. There was not one Japanese person yeah, that's in what the I'm movie. Saying. Yes, there was. They were being incinerated. They showed him when he was like having that like I was in the bathroom for that part, so to me that didn't happen. It was one part where he step he's fucked up in the head and he steps on a corpse, a burnt corpse. And, and, and I, know, I don't know he's Japanese. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It showed the it showed the fam it showed a family being incinerated. How do you know the Japanese though? So in the two minutes to run to the bathroom, I missed the one scene that was sympathizing with the Japanese people who were killed. I think like I think there was a lot, and I mean not like a lot, but like he he they tried showing his pseudo regrets towards it. They definitely showed the president not giving a shit at all. No, here's the thing. They didn't show him regretting it. He's just he was just acting so great that you thought he cared about. So I think he was shaken up, but you could see other people around him were much more shaken. Like you see people crying. He was just so great at as Oppenheimer that I honestly truly thought maybe he did feel bad. I just don't think that Christopher Nolan was like, oh, we're gonna. This is the route we want to take. Like they didn't give a shit that they, you know what I'm saying? Like the the whole like what, what was I supposed to get from this movie? So I, I, I don't know. I I get what you're saying because my takeaway. I also I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really know who Oppenheimer was before this. I have not studied that part of history. Um, I did not learn any of this in school. This was never ever taught to me or mentioned. And you can say you can't blame public school you should have learned it on your own and i just didn't never in my 28 years have i ever really learned about this in detail did not know who oppenheimer was it is what it is and i kind of purposely didn't research ahead of time because i wanted to go into this film blind and be able to review it as a film for what it was and not have any outside information. Based on that, not knowing really what the public opinion surrounding this was, I'm a little confused on like what our takeaway is supposed to be and how we are supposed to view this character. I don't think, I don't know if it's viewing the character or viewing the more general thoughts. Like I feel like it was very much an anti like nuclear arms movie. I At feel like, time, but I, it wasn't though. I feel like his character was portrayed in like an extremely positive light, and I feel like the entire film we were meant to feel sympathetic for Oppenheimer specifically. I don't think that's what was intended, but that is what I received. And based on that, I think maybe they didn't do a great job with this because it really felt like Christopher Nolan was like a big simp for Oppenheimer and like felt super bad for him. And like, we are meant to sympathize with him. I think we're, you're meant to sympathize throughout. Cause like, you know, the, the whole, like he's a communist thing. He's a socialist. He holds socialist ideals. He wasn't a communist though, because he repeats like many times, like even in private, he's not a communist. He doesn't claim that he doesn't claim anything, which is fine because at the time, you should would have gotten him in trouble. Yeah, that's fine. But I, I'm not so sure what they're intended to take away from this, but to me it was a sympathy piece for Oppenheimer. Pat, I'm, was, sure, I'm sure you know about Oppenheimer. So Yes. I don't know if this dude was a good dude, a bad dude. I don't that's the thing. It's it's up to interpretation because yeah, like supporting Spain, cool. I love that. That was awesome. You know, like, yeah, like, yeah, give money to the communists so they can get it to Spanish refugees. We, you know, support that. His love of unions and some socialist ideals. Love that. The whole, like, I'm a, I'm going to make a bomb that's going to destroy, like, two cities. Yeah, no, don't really love that. 
But like that's the thing. Like it's you're not supposed to like I left it thinking like, yeah, he's kind of a dick. He's he definitely was, but I feel like the movie was trying to make us sympathize with him. Oh, I don't know. I feel like the movie made me feel like he's more of a dick than ever. I mean, it did make me feel that, but I feel like it kept showing him like how he had PTSD from this. I mean, yeah, and and in real life, like way after, like way later, like he never fully admitted like any regret, but it clearly bothered him. He spoke on it when he went to Japan. He went and visited Japan a few times. Why would they? Why would Japan let him in? That was the big question. And apparently, like they were like very well, like very nice to him when he went to like speak in colleges. He went. He so after he got his all of his clearances stripped because of Robert Downey Jr.'s character, and then basically like couldn't make a living in the states. So, like, he just was doing, like, speaking engagements at colleges because no one would really, like... So he was, like, bouncing around and until they restored his clearances, like, years later. And he went, like, around the world. He went to Japan and he spoke there and gave, like, speeches there. You know, he taught in different areas. And then they eventually, one day, they, they decided to restore his um, credentials. They realized he wasn't a national security threat. He was then, kind of dumb. But my thing is, why... Was, yeah, he was dumb. My thing is, like, why the hell was the movie about that then? I think it's because you can't make a movie about building a bomb that destroyed a country. Yes, you can. <laughs> I think it was meant to be more about, like, the trial part. Yeah. And then make it the trial men, part. Men love history, but they'll get bored if there aren't enough explosions. Then make it the trial part. But the trials tied in. Even more bored. I was already so bored for two hours. The tr- but the trial was about his time while building the bomb. Yeah, because they were that, like, "You're leaking info to the commies." But that was commies. years later, though. Yeah, and they showed that. Right. I don't care. I don't care that someone's like, "Oh yeah, this guy. We're gonna frame him." I don't care about that. I don't know the dude. I don't. Well, like, that's why they gave you context. Yes. But it was pointless. Pick one or the other. But like the thing, so I don't know, <laughs> like the, 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 the trial took place during his um time. No, at, it was after. Or, well, yeah, it was after, but the, it, the trial was for his, like they, it wasn't for stuff he did after. Make it that for sequel. Make that the sequel. We don't need a sequel to Oppen. There will, there will never be a sequel. Completely out of the movie. <laughs> I just Cillian Murphy. It was he. Was, he lived an unhealthy life. He can't do that role again. Listen, take it out. Then you don't need it. Take it out. You, you ruined the fact that this actually was a greatly acted movie. You you ruined the fact. I, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't hate it. I thought it was somewhat enjoyable. I enjoyed and I enjoyed one third of the movie. The rest, I, I don't even know if I didn't enjoy it or not. I just I, I just couldn't, like, after the bomb, there's parts where, like, they, it, there was parts of the movie where you're like, all right, it's done, and I'm starting to stretch, and then boom, here comes the black and white Robert Downing Jr. And I'm like, you have to be fucking shitting me. Why is this still going on? And then the trial, and then... You find out that he was lying, and they had that part where, spoiler alert, but they had, please, if you haven't watched it, don't watch it. But they have the part where... Oh, I think it's worth a watch. Remy Malik is like, 
laying it on them. And it kind of ends, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's done. Boom, here we go again. It's like, are you Another fucking hour. are you fucking serious? Like, the movie could have ended 20 times. Oppenheimer was a womanizer. He cheated. Like, they just, all I learned from, all, all, this is what I picked up from the movie. He was a fucking nerd. He wore a hat and smoked cigarettes, so no one made fun of him because he wore a hat and smoked cigarettes. That's cool. He is a little punk, doesn't stand up for himself. He's a wimp, bad father, probably a bad husband, definitely a bad husband because he cheated on his wife every single moment he could. Gotta, gotta. Wait, 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 wait. At what point is it her fault? A hundred percent of the time it was her fault. Yeah, and like we, I feel like me and Julia. Regardless, I don't care whose fault it is. I'm just laying. This is just what I've learned. I don't. I had no idea who he was. I don't even. I. They kept saying, "What's his first name?" Like Edgar. No, that's that's that Hoover guy, right? It's yes. a J something, and they're like, "What's the J stand for?" And he's like, "It's a secret." Yeah, I. I don't care what the J stand like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like it's probably fucking John. Like John Jacob Jingleheimer Oppenheimer. John <laughs> Jacob Oppenheimer. And but these are these are the facts I learned. He cheats on for Julius. Oh. Okay. I okay, cool. <laughs> like that's all I learned. Now Jul now I know his name is Julius something Julius Edgar Robert. Oppenheimer. Robert. Julius Robert Oppenheimer. I know that he was a nerd. I know he smoked fucking cigarettes like crazy. I know he cheated on his wife with literally every single woman he had a chance to. I know he built a bomb. I know he rode horses and uh, apparently knew Einstein, who was born in our era and not the 1800s. Also, Niles Bohr. What? Niles Bohr. He was in this movie. He was the, the guy from Denmark. He invented the, or he discovered the electron. I, I am so sorry, Pat, but that means nothing to me. I just think it was real wild that Oppenheimer turned around and was like, I didn't know they were going to use the bomb. You, that you. That's, that's what I'm crazy. He's like, wait, we're building a bomb? What the fuck did you no, think, like, man? The whole time, everyone kept telling him, like, you know they're going to use this on Japan. And he was like, yeah, but we have to make it before Russia. And they're like, but you know they're going to use it on Japan. And then he's like, but also, it might light the atmosphere on fire. And Matt Damon's like, what? And he's like, it might light the atmosphere on fire forever. And Matt Damon went and called Ben Affleck and was like, could I still go on with this? And he's like, fuck fuck if I know. And he's like, go on with it. He literally thought that the bomb would be worse. And still acted surprised. Throughout this whole thing, I I just assume that they dropped hydrogen bombs on Japan. No, that was post. Okay, so I have no fucking clue because U.S. history is the most boring thing to learn. I have no idea what happened except for Jap- Japan got bombed. I don't we know. Dropped the atomic bomb. It was the first and only time nuclear weapons have been used on. That is that is the first time that I have that clarification in my life. They made it pretty clear in the movie. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they were like, man, this is death. We shouldn't make a hydrogen bomb. That will be worse. Like the whole time, I knew about. I knew Japan got bombed. I just thought they got bombed. 
You know what I'm saying? I just thought they got bombed and people were like, whoa, shit, we can't be doing this, man. You know? And then I really don't know anything else. And this would have been a great movie to teach me these things to where I would be like, wow, you know what? That was pretty cool. You know, I can take something from it. And I was starting to. I really was because he's like, I'm like, oh, wait, I know that N word, Neutron. I don't know what it is, but I know it. I know Adams. I hear Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about him all the time. I know I, I know what these things are. I know what a fucking star is. This guy was, I thought he was a fucking ast- uh, astrophysicist at first. Because he starts talking about stars. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, man. But then, I, 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 I'm sorry, I just, I, I. No, I think Oppenheimer, kind of an idiot. This movie seemed to sympathize for him, but I, he's not a great guy. I think it did a good job of showing that, though. Like He cheated on his wife, but like that's literally her fault, and I don't yeah. count it as cheating when he literally... He told her. No, the thing is, he had a girlfriend already when he got her pregnant and married her. He cheated on the girlfriend, Jeannie. So yeah. at that point, are you even cheating on your wife? Because like she was your girlfriend first. Legally, yes. Yeah, I just feel like emotionally. And the, so, like the thing is, he got he got Florence Pugh killed, right? But also, his wife Kitty was still married when he got her pregnant. That's common, though. Right, it's common. That's fine. But she's also a fucking idiot because if they will cheat with you, they will cheat on you. She was also worthless to the story. She was worthless in general. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you could have left out his family. Like, are his kids, they, like, famous? His oh, brother is. No alcohol syndrome. Also, is Oppenheimer still alive? No. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Apparently, oh, Einstein man. died, like, 20 years ago. No. No, this movie was, like, in the 40s and 50s. So when did Einstein die? He was old as fuck, like... In the 50s. Oppenheimer died in 67. So when did Einstein die? Um, Give me a second. I'll look it up. Like Einstein died. You mean tell me Einstein died like 40 years ago? Einstein died in in 55. So like 80 years ago, Einstein died? That's a long time ago. No. Knowing Caesar and the Romans is a long time ago. (laughs) I thought this guy like rolled with the Romans. I seriously thought he was one of those dudes that was writing shit on stones. I mean, I know a lot of people, like Pablo Picasso died in the 70s, and a lot of yeah. people think he's old as fuck. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just, I thought. And they I, shouted him out. You think anyone that you haven't personally seen in it's the flesh old. is like 100 years old? No, I'm just saying, like, if, if I'm studying you. Then you died in like the 1700s or the 1800s. What year do you think Elvis died? I don't know, like fucking 1960. Pat, what year did Elvis die? He was in, I want to say 85. I don't, let me yeah, check. He was like in the 80s. I don't know because I, maybe I just learned this year that Elvis is a real man. Oh, 70, 78, 78. He died in 1978. So Elvis just died 45 years ago. I thought. I just thought Einstein was like old, er, you know. If had I known Elvis, then I also would have thought Elvis died in like the twenties. I feel like Elvis and Babe Ruth are the same age. 
How old's Babe Ruth? I don't know, but he's in black and white in every single thing that I've seen. <laughs> so Babe Babe Ruth probably I forget when he died. Let's. I didn't think he's. Babe Ruth was. Babe Ruth was... died in '48. Okay, because I was like, the candy bar is pretty old, so he must be old. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's me. <laughs> he also died young. He was only 50 years old. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's the 1800s, man. It's not. It's 58. Anyways. I get what you're saying. Anyways. I think you just have really bad time and space reasoning. And that's fine. Yeah. I don't know geography. I don't know, man. I just feel like you guys just don't understand what I'm saying. No, I understand. No, no, we understand. That's why we keep answering all your questions. You mean to tell me Elvis wasn't, I meant fucking Einstein was around this time? During like the fucking crusades, Einstein wasn't writing riddles at that time. What did he no, do? No, that's no he, he was in, yeah. <laughs> he he didn't write like riddles and shit. <laughs> no, that's Nostradamus. I listen. I don't know. No, that's fair because I don't know a lot of things. Like I said, I genuinely never in my life heard of the name Oppenheimer. That might. So wait, 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 Julia, are you aware of the Mars rovers? Am I aware of them? Like, rovers yes. on Mars? There is yes. the Mars rover, the one, Curiosity. Yeah, I've heard of Yeah, them. there was Spirit, Oppie, named after Oppenheimer, and Curiosity. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that was named after him. Yeah. Because what are the other ones named? Why would why the fuck would they name after anything after that guy? He, he basically discovered the technology that made a rover possible. He also killed 200 yeah. people. Yeah, I know. I feel like they really, like, that's my thing. It's like, he... He was a bad guy. And, like, what What were the other ones named after? They were, like, Curiosity, Spirit, Guy Who Killed Hundreds of Thousands <laughs> of People. There's, I'm missing the theme here. There's still, in, in the, there's still, like, people were incinerated into, like, the ground and their shadows are, like, permanently embedded in Japan close to the bomb where the bomb sites are like you can still see them yeah i i know the effects of this lasted like many 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 years it's, so when they dropped the bomb in um the the desert so like people 30 and 40 miles away and like 50 up to 100 miles away were affected by this from anything from like their windows being broken to death to like cancer to the ground right being, like, i did when watching that scene, I was really curious, did any of the people there have effects from the from the testing yes. of the bomb? And I'm sure they did. All of them. Like, they had Like, to. Oppenheimer himself, like, what, what symptoms f- did he have? Like, I'm surprised. That I, I don't know that. about him, I mean, but I know that... smoked so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. It, it just balanced out all, all the, the radiation. His lungs blocked the yeah. radiation from getting in. Yeah. It probably made him live longer. Yeah. There's a lot of people that um, were affected by this that like from like they were they were like sitting watching TV or no they were asleep because it was like five in the morning and their windows were just destroyed and then they got cancer and their cattle were poisoned so when they ate it they also like got more cancer and more like illnesses and so yeah like they totally miscalculated the test site. They got, like, all the... They, they didn't calculate for wind. Right. And that really, like, fucked up people. They weren't expecting, like, uranium to get into the water, which destroyed, like, an ecosystem. 
I wish they had touched on that more in the film. And I personally want to like do more research into it. I think it is important to like know and acknowledge like these parts of history. Um, it's like, because right now, like if we were to drop a nuclear bomb, we can make a bomb a million times stronger than that, a nuclear bomb and like wipe out half of the earth. Or they, we could also just blow up the earth. Like it's not that hard from what I understand with nuclear and atomic bombs and hydrogen bombs and um, other things that we have in our arsenal, uh, both the U.S. and other countries. And that's why, like, nuclear war is kind of scary. And maybe one day we will all die from nuclear war. Who knows? We'll find out. And is it all thanks to... Yes. Oppenheimer? Yeah. Okay. He is in hell <laughs> for, for what he did. Is he, though? Because they painted the picture yes. that he's in heaven in this movie. No. That guy is in hell. Everyone in this movie is in hell, but Einstein, Bohr, and, um, you know, even the guy who was, like, pro-hydrogen bomb, I think he went on to, like, make a hydrogen bomb. They didn't use it. He's probably in hell. They're all in hell. So, hopefully. Someone, somewhere, has edited a photo of Oppenheimer with a flower crown. Yeah, and those people are weird. Or they're, like, scientists. Was Oppenheimer around during the hippie time? Yeah. No, not like a hippie flower crown, like a, like a 2012 Tumblr flower crown mm. with like Ted Bundy and like hearts. I still wish this was a sci-fi movie, honestly. That would have been great. I do wish it was fiction. I'll, I'll give you that. I wish, yeah. I wish it were science fiction. Unfortunately, it was science real. Yeah. It's non-fiction. And like the the fucking science wasn't even cool in this movie, man. It was a little like it literally I, I ended. Can't show like all the parts where they were doing calculations was like really hard to buy. And like you don't know fucking math. You're a fucking nerd and don't know math. Right. He's like, oh, Come I don't on. do math. Can you like? No, you have to know math to do what you're doing. Like, um, don't, I, don't. I, I fi- like I almost failed physics and chemistry. Because I didn't know. I did fail chemistry because I couldn't do math. I failed earth science. And I failed math at the same time. And I wrote a paper on tsunamis. And I got an A in both classes off the same paper. So am I smoking? Oppenheimer died of throat cancer from smoking cigarettes. Who? Oppenheimer. He died of throat cancer. He smoked too many cigarettes. His throat was so coated in tar. Yeah. Radiation couldn't get in. He had a beach. And it's still around, Oppenheimer Beach. It's in, like, Antigua. Somewhere I'll never be able to afford to go to. I don't fucking trust that guy around beaches. Why (laughs) the fuck would I ever go there? Well, the same, of course. I don't trust him. But he died in New Jersey. Great New Jerseyan. Where's his grave at? I think it's... I don't know. It's either in New Mexico, on his beach, or Princeton. Oh, it's not here. I mean... Let me see. Maybe it's an unmarked grave. That'd be weird. Oh, probably, because people would probably deface it. There was also a lot of pro-Japan. It's in New York. Okay. No, wait. Oh, we'll probably go to New York soon. Are we going to stop oh, by? No, so, he, he, so there is a grave site, they said, in a Jewish thing forum in New York. But his ashes were taken to his beach and spread there. So there we go. Rest in peace. Dude really no. humbled. Really fumbled literally every 
choice at every point in his entire lifespan. Should have just been a communist with Genie. Yeah. Literally, like, the worst possible fumble anyone has ever, like... Like, he had a hot communist girlfriend. And she was down for anything. Right. Yeah, she's communist. She didn't want flowers. You didn't have to buy her shit. Yeah. She had to be there. That is ideal. Like, someone who just doesn't want anything from you. Because she didn't believe in land ownership. She made that clear. No strings attached. She was like, do not hold my hand in public. Meet me in the back room and don't talk to me. Yeah. He was a fucking nerd. What do you expect? You know, he he was a dork. He wore a hat, smoked cigarettes. So they just completely forgot that he was just like a wimpy dork and was just like... Ooh, this guy smokes cigarettes with a with a fedora. Everybody smoked cigarettes. That but they didn't mean- wear fedoras though all the time like he did. He was smoking to be cool. He wasn't smoking because he was stressed. I think he was stressed. When look, when you gotta beat the Germans and the Russians, a lot no, of stress. you he wasn't stressed. He was just smoking, so people could look at him and be like, "Damn, this dude's in fucking charge." You know what I'm saying? Like he never ate anything besides oranges. People would just be like, "Here, eat this slice of orange." His wife never cooked anything. Yeah, she never had dinner ready. He's like, "Well, it looks like we're drinking bourbon for dinner tonight." Just yeah. cigarettes, oranges, and vibes, and the yeah. vibes were terrible. <laughs> yeah. Then again, that's what you get in New Mexico. And he's real fucking wild for, like, wanting to live in New Mexico. Like, who the fuck does that? A guy, who wants, to, a guy who wants to build a bomb to blow up a country. Because he's like, know. oh, I know where there's no people. I'm going to go to the desert. All I know is this should have had, like, mutants or... This should... There was something that was missing in this movie. Should have been, like, mutants or maybe zombies. I mean, people did come out of it with... Various mutations. Yeah, but yeah. We're, we're only implying that. Like, we're only, like... So, it hasn't had a Japan release yet. Would you release it in Japan? If you're Cillian Murphy, would you go? No. I wouldn't go anywhere. I would sit home. Here's the thing. Most well, of the time, strike, so he can. Think about this. He was in 90% of the movie. Probably 95% of the movie. A long, boring fucking three-plus-hour movie. Do you know how much work he had to do for that movie? Like, I wouldn't fucking do any press. I'm going home, man. I've been filming for six years to make this three-hour-long movie that no one's going to understand what it's about. I'm going home. He said he's willing to be in the Barbie sequel. He said, send me the script. Cillian Murphy is just a cool guy. He's also going to be in 28 Years Later. Which is the sequel to 28 Days and 28 Weeks Later. Do we need 28 Days, that's a Sandra Bullock movie. 28 (laughs) Weeks. It's 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later. Now we're... I I feel like it should be 28 Months Later. Nah. You jump to years, it's gonna be wild. No, because years... He's also old, No, years is becoming... It's because it's around the 28 years, time-wise. Mm-hmm. They would have to de-age him for 28 months. That's only like two years. Remember, he was a young buck when that movie came out. Yeah. He's a full he's a full buck now. A buck fifty. <laughs> yeah, like 
I mean, you can't sit there and, and you can't do 28 months later because then it's like, all right, you aged this much in 28 months. I'm excited for that movie. I'm not excited for any more Oppenheimer anything. I don't ever see myself wanting to know more about Oppenheimer. I even tried to research the death of whatever her name was, Jean. Mm-hmm. I even tried to research that and was just so fucking bored. I was like, that's it. I'm You're not going to find much because the CIA like disappeared. Her. I, could, I didn't even get to that point. I just was like, nah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like not information out there. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna clean my feet. I I would just, I just rather had cleaned my feet and I went to sleep after that. Okay. Is that related or is that, that's just something you do? No, that is what I did though. Oh yeah. Well, I I, believe you. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I regularly do it, but I'm saying like, it wasn't the day. It just like, I'm trying to research it. I've been sleeping on a futon for a while, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to research it. I just got so immediately so bored, I was just like, nah, I'm just going to wash my feet and go to sleep. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on Oppenheimer. I don't know if you guys have any more thoughts on Oppenheimer. I hope you don't, but I don't know if you guys have any more thoughts. I thought it was all right. I I do want to, like, read more into it, do some research. I am interested in history. I just don't know that much about this. Yeah, it's not like a bright spot that that gets taught about. Right, they don't teach you that in school, but I think it is important to know. I actually, this is random, but I like never learned anything about the Holocaust in school up until that's crazy. Well, up until eighth grade, and when they brought it up in eighth grade, I had never heard of it before. And I remember talking to one of my friends in middle school that went to the same school as me. And she was like, you don't know about the Holocaust? Like, we talked all about it in elementary school. And I was like, why would they teach you this in elementary school? And she's like, yeah, we had, like, a whole Holocaust Remembrance Week. And I'm like, that's weird. I learned about the Holocaust early. Yeah, I remember feeling, like, weird and left out that, like, I never knew what the Holocaust was before eighth grade. Because, like, no one ever brought it up. And I wasn't doing, like, historical research at, like, 13. Do we have time for a ghost story? Always. All right. Does anyone want to read it, or am I going to read it? I'll read it. Um, okay. All right. I have the. Pull I'll give, let me do the. Let me do the pre-read. So this story was published on February tenth, nineteen eighty-four, the Jersey City News. It is a. It was a real newspaper. Reporters published it, so like for like people in all around the area got the newspaper we're like oh shit ghosts are real so that's something just funny to think about this takes place in greenville new jersey which a small town north jersey and like there's so many haunted like they do like ghost tours still there's like a lot of haunted like airbnb style things so like they, they try to like push themselves as a haunted place people claim to see ghosts there who knows if it's like all real or just show this was one of this was the only like official newspaper from Greensville that got published from Greenville that got published um and we Enrique read over the story and um we'll debate if it's real or not I was going to say do you want the printout No nah, I got it I pulled okay. it and I, I'm just, I'm, I only agreed because I want you guys to know that I do know how to read. I know you know how to read. I just, I know you don't like to. 
talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Okay. What's that first word? No. <laughs> <laughs> In Greensville, New Jersey, North Jersey, so it doesn't really count. A tavern called Mitchell Saloon, August Lob- August Lobby, is that the person's name? Yes. Oh. They committed suicide the day of the first haunting. Apparently, he lived close. At Mitchell Saloon, a back room was used for card games, and a bell was affixed therein to help, oh no, to allow players to call for bar service. So, pretty cool. This Saturday, as customers discussed August's suicide, the bell of the back room began to ring, began to ring frantically. Uh, James entered the room only to find it empty with all the windows locked. He returned to his work at the bar, but he continued to feel uneasy. The patrons, I, I, that's a funny word too. But anyways, the patrons noticed and inquired what he'd seen in the back room. Just as James opened his mouth, a scary commotion was heard in the rear of the saloon. The customers all leapt from their seats and rushed into the room where they found every chair upturned and one table still rocking violently. As soon as the last man entered the room, the chair stopped again. The windows were checked, and just as before, all were found to be locked and secure. So apparently no draft, I guess is what they're trying to imply. Yeah. A policeman named Phil Murphy. Is that our, our governor's name? Phil that Murphy is, is the governor. This guy's name is Phil McGovern. Okay. Yeah, that is not what it says in the... <laughs> Phil McGovern was passing the bar at this time and heard the clamor. So he entered the saloon and demanded to know the cause of the disturbance. Every time they put the chairs and tables back, they got thrown and overturned. This goes on for a few days. Mr. G. Daffeldecker, what a name, declares that he saw a strange white object on Bergen Avenue near McAdoo. Also a funny name. Mr. Daffeldecker, I'm going to call him Daffy. Daffy was walking along Bergen Avenue and the object which had the form of a man seemed to be walking towards him. He asserts that it came within 20 feet of him and then suddenly disappears as though the earth had swallowed it up. Other residents claim that they have seen strange objects in the neighborhood and now timid persons fear to walk there after dark. So to summarize this, I'm going to assume this is like Basically what the story is, real quick. There's a tavern in North Jersey. Some fucking guy named August Lobby killed themselves. He lived close. I guess that was like the place he was always at. Because I'm assuming that's the place he's always at. The back room where they would gamble and kill people and throw them in in ditches. Play cards. Yeah, play cards and do all that stuff. Happened to be the place where I guess he maybe frequent. And that's where they had the paranormal activity. But then apparently uh, our governor, Phil Murphy, was walking around that time, claimed that there was chairs getting thrown and everything. And then later, Daffy um, said he saw a strange white object on Bergen Avenue, which I'm assuming is like a clo- like a street somewhat close to this place. I'm not sure. But I would, yeah. assume, I would assume it's somewhere close and claims to have seen a man. And disappeared, though, as the earth swallowed it up. Uh, so that's what it is. I don't know what you guys think, but... It was probably just a man. Um... I think, so, since it was close to the water, like they're along the Hudson River, I believe, or whatever river is up there, I would say that the windows warp, which might make it hard to open and close. Okay. Um... 
I don't know. But if there's like a whole, I want to believe it just because it seems like, I mean, I'm not like saying so, it was silly. Go. A lot of like the commotion up until he saw like the ghost walking down the street, that part is interesting. One time my dad told me about, told me a story about when he saw a ghost and it was like a similar type of vibe. So that's interesting to me. I don't know what that was, but all the commotion up until that, I'm not really sure about. It was just like some noise and chairs falling over in a bar. I've seen enough ghost adventures to know that bars do have high activity of paranormal activity, given that usually bars, and especially like during this time in the 1800s, People would just get killed and then kind of like thrown to the side so the card game can keep going. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's a thing where a lot of people died. I'm assuming this guy isn't the only person to have died at this bar. Well, he, he died at his house, but I think it was he was a regular there. Like this was where he went to like discuss news, hang out, drink, eat, woman womanize, probably play cards, talk about the game, read the paper, like. It's, you know, he was there, I think, fairly regularly. And um, so he kills himself at home. And, you know, they're, but they're talking about him in this bar. They're like, yo, you hear, like, August killed himself. Oh, okay. So. And then he starts, like, fucking up. He's probably, like, when I first read it, I thought of it as a joke. Like, if he was a, ju- if he's a ghost, all of his boys are, like, in the bar talking about him. And he's like, I'm going to fuck this shit up. Like, I'm going to, like, start ringing the bell, and I'm going to start flipping the table. So here's my thing. I This is also the 1800s, so paranormal activity, I feel, was more common then because they just don't understand what's going on. Right. So I don't, I can't necessarily say this is, this is just too far back, but my opinion, if this, it, it, my thing is, I don't, I also, like the last story we told, I don't think they're making it up. I think they're just remembering. They saw something that maybe resembled this. And to them, they they were were like, oh, shit, that's a ghost. Yeah. Now, the guy seeing a figure, I believe that more than everything else. I agree because it's like shit falling over in a bar. I'm like, okay. Yeah. How much have you had to drink? a ghostly figure walking down the street. I don't know if I believe it or not, but I don't know what else that could be. And I agree with Pat too. Like how much did you drink? You know, I personally have never drank so much that I saw a ghost personally. No, but like you might. So I'm saying they're, they're in mourning. Their, their friend died. And let's just say they drank and someone slipped and knocked over a bunch of chairs and then stood up real quick, and like everyone's like, "What the hell was that?" And the guy is like drunk, and he's just like, "I don't know, maybe it was was our our boy August." Yeah, I, the police I, officer he doesn't have any real training, so he's just gonna be like, "Ghost." Well, that, that that's what I'm saying. Like, this is the time where they probably still even thought witches were around doing things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is a time where like that stuff is. Like, if someone coughs up blood, they're like, oh, my God, the devil is inside of them, you know, or witchcraft. So I feel like during this time, they're really gullible. 
I, I can't necessarily say all the commotion and stuff because maybe it was a fucking earthquake and they just didn't know. Maybe, like, maybe there was a draft and they just didn't know. Maybe, who knows, you know? Like, there, there could be other reasons. So I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing ever happened. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know about that because they kind of believe anything during that time. But, like, seeing a person, I, I, I you know, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't necessarily blow that off as like, well, you guys were pretty gullible. Like there's a chance they probably did see a person, you know, there's a chance they saw a figure, I guess I would say like some sort of human, like, well, how did they describe it? Like a human, uh, they said a white object in the shape of a human. Which there you is, go. It, that's an interesting way to describe it. Cause why wouldn't you yeah. just say a person? So I don't so, know. This was written over a hundred years ago. Right, no, but that's the thing. Like, if, if that's how you describe it, a white object in the shape of a, of a human, then obviously your first thought wasn't human. Your first thought right. was human-like thing. Because when I see a guy walking down the street, I don't go like, oh, that's an object that's shaped like a guy. Like, And the thing is, it, it disappeared. It disappeared, as as they say, like as though the earth swallowed it up. So, Which I, want, I really hope that's like a direct quote from Daffledecker. I'm sure Daffy probably really said that. He was like, look, the ground swallowed him up. I, and the only thing that I, I have to discredit is this guy's got a silly name. Yeah, I wonder what the G stands for. Oh, man. It's got to be something crazy. Geoffrey. It has we'll to be British. It has to be British. Yeah, with a name like Daffeldecker. Yeah, it, it's a British G name. But I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, if you saw... An object which had the form of a man, but not like a man that disappeared, then you obviously know that you saw something. The only way you can describe it is because it, maybe it wasn't a man. Maybe it was something else. Maybe it was some sort of apparition that happens to be in that little area. But I would assume it wasn't necessarily a man or like a ghost kind of thing. I would assume that it's more so something that he saw that the only way I can describe it is it had a shape. It had a shape of like this. And I don't know. I know you guys can't see it, but like shoulders, like shoulders, a head, you know, whatever, maybe like a, a Bobby. You can tell that there's like, like a human. I'm kind of picturing no legs. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But like, I, we all know what like a human kind of looks like. Right, 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 right. To see half of that. Cause I'm assuming to think that it's a person, you see some sort of head type of shape. Yeah, I'm picturing yeah. head and shoulders, bottom half is iffy. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't put it past it that he saw something. The thing is, people don't really realize that there is paranormal activity on streets. It's just so lit or not lit like people are having fun, but like light lit. Mm-hmm. It's loud, heavy traffic, so much shit going on that you just don't really put two and two together. And like, there's, uh, you guys don't even know this, but close to the exit um, 53 or 56, whatever, or 56, exit 56, which I take from Bridgeton to come up here, right near that exit, like right before, like around there to the Defford exit, which is 58 or 59. 
there's a story, and I could be wrong, could be a little bit before, but anyways, on 55, there's a story of a ghost girl. Um, and you don't think about a, a, a highway being haunted because there's just so many things going on. Right. You know, so like this guy's walking and he sees something. I honestly can't say he didn't see it. I, I can't even. Because right, back, back then the streets were not busy, especially yeah. here in the middle. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing too. Like they weren't busy and they weren't at night and they were slightly lit. Because I feel like they had like those like lamps that just had a candle in it. Yeah. I would say they probably had a gas powered light. Don't make up words, Pat. I'm, I am not. All of those are words. Yeah, but he's just making up names to... It's a light powered by gas. Like a gas lamp. Gaslighting. Oh, gaslight. Okay. So just... Uh, okay, okay. I don't know about the, the commotion in the bar. That could happen too. Like I said, bars, especially at that time... The thing is, in the bar, they don't see anything. Right, right. They just They hear a noise. They go in the other room. There's nothing there. They come back. They hear a noise. They go in the other room. Something fell over. Right. Yeah. Things, Things moved moving yeah could have been a rat but it's like they heard a commotion then they walked in the room and and some shit fell over and it's like okay that's what made the noise i think we should if we wanted to like actually kind of check things if we were to like investigate a little bit of this i would check if there was an earthquake around that time of the around that time of i guess uh 18 late 1800s to 1920s I'm sure there was an earthquake in that span of time. But also, I feel like someone would have done that research by now and debunked this and said, like, oh, there was an earthquake on this day in 1994. If we researched it, we would have found that someone... Yeah, but we didn't research, but I'm saying, like... Someone drank it and not give me something juice. All right, I, I, I think the first part is kind of... I'm just saying, like this this mystery is like over a hundred years old. If it if there were like a plausible explanation, I think it would have been solved. By we're now. here to solve that mystery. All right, so I'm just saying, in, in, I'm saying in this time setting, the Northeast being Pennsylvania, um, New Jersey, you know, New York had um, a mixture of oil and gas lights, so you know it would be very dimly lit, right. Yeah. Right. So to see something stand out that bright and pick out the shape of this thing, I'm pretty sure what he saw, he saw what he saw. I don't know about the other stuff, Fair. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of my take on it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw something, the other stuff, who knows? Yeah. I'm not saying the other stuff can't happen. Like, I'm not saying you can't be at a bar or, like, restaurant. Because, like I said, I've seen enough, and I don't care if, you know, Ghost Adventures isn't a credible source. But I've seen enough. It, it is. It is a credible source. It is a credible source. I've seen enough. Okay, then forget, forget that then. I've worked at Domino's in Cape May where I have seen footprints in the cornmeal after I sweep. So, Things do happen that you can't explain, especially in a bar in the 1800s where people were probably getting killed all the time. 
I just don't think this particular thing was necessarily like it, you know? Right. So yeah, that's 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 my expert take on this. I think yeah, like something's going on. Good for um good for what is his name? August. Or uh, not good for him. Sorry he had to kill himself. August Miller. He probably killed himself. Because his buddies at the bar, he probably owed them money. <laughs> yeah. August so he 9th. went home and lobby. Lobby. Went okay. home and killed himself. And then they were at the bar talking shit about him and being like, I'm never going to get my fucking money. Maybe so he, then he went and knocked a bunch of shit over. Maybe he didn't kill himself. Maybe he got killed because he owed money. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I wasn't there. Maybe he's still alive. Possibly. Maybe. Uh, next week, we'll have a new ghost story. I'm yeah. excited. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, send us your ghost stories. Yeah, please. Yeah. Send us your ghost days to Halloween. We're doing a ghost story up until Halloween. All right. Sounds good. Let us know what you thought about Barbie. Let us know what you thought about Oppenheimer. And let us know if you have any ghost stories. I am all tapped out of important information to give you guys. I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts. I don't think so. All right. How about you, Pat? No. I've never had one. That's fair. With that being said, we're all out of here.